I got to spend a lot of time with my patients because they would come back for weeks at a time, some of them. And sometimes they didn't, they couldn't have their families because they would come from all over. And there were just intimate times getting to know them, sharing our lives together. It wasn't just me giving. They ministered to me. They would pray for me. They would share their faith with me. It, it was mutual. It wasn't just me taking care of them. They were taking care of me as they were suffering. So that was a huge blessing. Hello, welcome to Treasures and Truth with Tope. I'm happy to have you here. I'm your host, Dr. Tope Kiku. Everyone wants to feel happy and alive, but it's so easy to lose hope and feel defeated in this chaotic world that's so full of problems. Well, this podcast is all about helping you discover the hidden treasures in your trials so you can renew your confidence and live in freedom. You'll hear inspiring stories from special guests as they share their tr- the treasures they discovered in their trials. So if you're going through a difficult season and need encouragement, you'll find support here to know that you are not alone on this journey called life. So before we begin, I'd like to ask you a favor. Please subscribe, leave a rating and a review to help spread the word about this podcast. Um, On the show with me today, I have a special guest who's been a nurse for over 30 years. She started her career as an oncology nurse at the National Institutes of Health in the early 90s. She thought it was a short assignment, but she ended up working there for almost 10 years. Then she moved back to North Carolina uh, to continue her career as a surgical nurse. Uh, Today, she'll share her experiences and real-life stories of some cancer patients she's cared for in the early 90s, Um, some stories of courage, God's faithfulness in the middle of trials and loss that led her to write a book, Divine Encounters on a Cancer Flow, real-life stories from an oncology nurse. Uh, When my guest is not caring for cancer patients, she um, she led a Bible study with the Bible uh, Study Fellowship International. She also loves learning about other culture, traveling, visiting art museums, and exploring the cities where she visits. Uh, so please join me in welcoming to the show today, Miss Tammy Moser. Um, Tammy, it's a pleasure. Welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on Treasures and Truth with Tope. Thank you, Tope. I am so thrilled to be here and very excited to have this conversation with you and everyone out there who's going to be listening. Great, great, great. So, Tammy, um, to help our audience get to know you a little bit better, let's start with some little known facts about you. So what was your life like growing up in a small uh, mill village in North Carolina? And when did you first encounter the Lord? So I grew up in Belmont, North Carolina, a tiny little village outside of Burlington. And actually Belmont means, it's a French word for beautiful mountain. I never knew that growing up. Just recently I was thinking about it. And um, it was actually very idyllic, to be honest. 
My grandparents lived in the backyard. I had great aunts and uncles on either side of the street. Um, my church was within walking distance, the, uh, the United Methodist Church. You know, we growing up, we had uh, fish fries and cookouts at my grandparents' house. My grandmother was very social with her, her brothers and sisters. She was from a large family. So there were lots of gatherings, family time homemade ice cream on Sunday afternoons. Um, it was really a, a wonderful childhood. I'm so thankful my parents always took me to church from the time that I can remember. Mm -hmm. um, my mom was an excellent seamstress. She would make matching little outfits for Easter and off we would go with our, with our little hats and our purses and gloves. And it was just, you know, so sweet. And we, we looked the same outfit, same fabric. It was so sweet. Um, and I had two great uncles um, that were ministers. One of them was a Baptist minister and the other one a Methodist minister. And back then we used to have revival. Um, maybe that's going to come about again in our day. But um, my great uncle was preaching revival at the Methodist church. And they always give an invitation to receive the Lord. And I was there. I think I was about 11 or 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, I went to the altar and asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. Wow. Thank you for that, that uh, introduction. Wow. So you come from a, you come from a line of uh, ministers, uh, whether it's the, the Methodist or the Baptist. Wow. Yes, that's that's pretty cool. I, um, I, that resonates with me about your mom being a seamstress. My mom uh, was a seamstress and she used to do the same thing. She would so matching outfits for the children. It must have been something back then. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. We still have pictures of those times. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting. So, um, Tani, um you really have a, a fascinating background, uh, but today you want, I mean, we, and you can feel free to share with us whatever the Lord's laying on your heart to share. Uh, but I would like to know, because I have known you for a while as a nurse. And so I would like to know, did you always want to be a nurse? And how did that, you know, how did that decision to be a nurse has that impacted you or changed your life? So that's a, a interesting question. I never wanted to be a nurse. Really? <laughs> uh, I didn't even like hospitals. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> Actually, I did have that. I remember having that little toy operation. You know, when you'd put the little forceps in there and it would buzz if you uh -huh. hit something. I did have that. And I played with that growing up. But I had no desire to be a nurse. I My first loves in life were ballet, tap, cooking, and drawing. Hmm. And so when I, I went to college, I, the first time I actually studied interior design. But um, there was quite a few years in my life where, sadly, I veered off the straight and narrow path. And I, I wasn't walking with the Lord. So life became pretty confusing and chaotic and complicated. But I ended up living in Durham, North Carolina, and everybody I met was in medicine. Hmm. And I thought, you know, 
it would be nice to have a job where I helped people. Um, I remember visiting a, a friend in California. She was a, um, she worked in medical records and I went to pick her up one day. I was waiting in the car and this nurse walked in front of the car and she had on a, these blue scrubs. And mm-hmm. I thought, wow, I think I would really like to be somebody like that. So fast forward, um, I was dating someone and they were in medicine and they recommended, why don't you go to nursing school? Even if you don't like it, you know, you, you'll always be a nurse. <laughs> and that's, that's, a, that's a good thing. So I thought, okay, let me, let me try. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be able to make it, but, and I'll be honest. I also thought, well, if I don't like nursing, I'll just be a pharmaceutical sales rep because I had friends who were working for big farm companies Uh and they were making lots of money. And I thought, Oh, I can drive a nice fancy car and wear beautiful clothes all day. And I don't have to get my, I don't have to get my hands dirty. So I'll just go to nursing school and be a drug sales rep because even, you know, back then they, a lot of them had medical degrees or Mm -hmm. had studied biology. And Mm -hmm. so that was really my plan when I went to nursing school. And, you know, the greatest thing happened. I find myself in nursing school and kind of at the end of myself. And I just, one night alone in my apartment, I, I was upset and cried out to the Lord. Jesus, help me. That's all I could pray. That was the only thing I could whisper. And miraculously, I actually had a Bible with me. Pulled it out. And this is kind of my life verse, Psalm 50, 15. I opened it up and it fell to this page. Cry unto me and Mm. I will deliver you and you will give me glory. And that was a moment where, you know, I'm crying and then I'm choking on my tears because I'm like, God is speaking to me. Mm -hmm. He is truly, I, I heard the voice of the Lord in my heart and in these words and everything changed. Everything, it was, it was glorious. So I started going to church. I, I joined a Bible study. It's a sweet, sweet time in fellowship with the Lord. While I was in nursing school, I, I attended, there was a conference where these two nurses came down from NIH and they were talking about what they did. They were oncology nurses. I remember I went to the conference in the morning and they were so impressive. I'm like, I'm going to go back and hear the same talk again this afternoon. So I went back and, you know, I had never even heard of the NI, the National Institutes of Health. I honestly didn't really even know what they were talking about. <laughs> I didn't know anything about research. I didn't know about cancer drugs. But I just sat there and I thought, you know, I really want to be like them. <laughs> so God, you know, did a 180 or maybe a, a 180 in my thinking I ended up applying for this internship. It was only supposed to last nine months. By God's grace, I got accepted. And there I am off to Maryland with a new job and new roommates and everything new. And so nursing changed my life, really. I'm so thankful God didn't give me what I wanted. (laughs) You know, the... I mean, nothing's wrong with being a pharmaceutical sales rep. Don't get me wrong. They have a very important job, but it wasn't what God was calling me to. Um, You know, that beautiful scripture, man makes his plans, but the Lord did.
Simon's steps. Yeah. Wow. What a fascinating <laughs> story. So you set out to um you set out to get a degree in interior design, uh, finish that, and you're like, ah, I don't know. Is this even satisfying? And well, according to the world, you'll be by happenstance, but we know that your steps were ordered. Yes, <laughs> your for steps sure. were ordered, and the Lord had you in the right place and the right people there at the right time to kind of be, even though they might never have spoken a word to you, they were silent witnesses to you to say, that's what you want to be. That's that's what, what I created you for. And so by the Lord's design, you chose to go into nursing school. Um, yeah. And I, I, I like how you shared that it, the road wasn't easy, uh, that you um, you found yourself in this place where you had to cry out, like you you were at the end of yourself. And the Lord met you right there. Cry out unto me and I will answer you. Psalm 1515, you said. Wow. 5051. 5051. Yeah. 5051. Wow. And so the Lord met you there and... And then continue to order your steps until you found yourself at NIH. Wow. Yeah, Tope, it was kind of like, actually, I think it's Psalm 5015. That's it. It was kind of like the story, in some ways, Joseph's story, you know, from the pit to the palace. Mm-hmm. That's really what I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, yeah, yeah. that's what the Lord had done with my life. Yeah. So even when we're not aware, uh, he's ordering our steps. Even in those places when we take missteps, he's ordering our steps. He's putting people in the right places to kind of move us along. When we look back and we we can then make connect the dots um, and we go, wow, my steps, our steps have been ordered. Wow. Um, wow. That's That's really neat. Thank you for sharing that part of your story. So as a nurse, you spent uh, almost 10 years at, at um, NIH, and then you came back um, and has worked as a surgical nurse for uh, another 20, 22 plus years. So as a nurse, what are some challenges that you faced? What treasures did you find? Did you discover along the way? And how have those treasures shaped you? So... You know, as every nurse knows, challenges, they're, they're long days, they're on your feet, you're giving your, your emotions, your physical, your mind, you're giving your entire self to care for people. It's, it's challenging. And we're, we're observing people in very difficult situations. I didn't realize it till recently, but I think it's very true that as nurses, we probably all experience some PTSD. You know, we face people, we see their bodies that have been mutilated by disease. Some of them have been ravaged by accidents or personal injury from others. It's very, very difficult to see this um, to be up front and close to humanity. Our bodies are never meant, we were never created for these bodies to be destroyed or harmed in any way. Mm-hmm. 
So those have been um, the deep challenges, the rewards. Um, as my time at NIH, I got to spend a lot of time with my patients because they would come back for weeks at a time, some of them. And sometimes they didn't, they couldn't have their families because they would come from all over. Um, and there were just, you know, intimate times getting to know them. Um, sharing our lives together. It wasn't just me giving many of them. And many of them were very, very strong Christians. Um, they ministered to me. They would pray for me. They would share their faith with me. It, it was mutual. It wasn't just me taking care of them. They were taking care of me as they were suffering. So that was a huge blessing. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that uh, that part of your story. Um, and so fast forward, you just mentioned that it's it's challenging. I mean, like you mentioned, it's not easy to to watch people suffer. And I think as nurses, you guys are at the forefront, the front lines of taking care of people when they're not at their best. And so, yeah, and I mean, given what we just all went through in the last three years with COVID, <laughs> I oh, think man. That, that makes me appreciate uh, nurses, doctors, or healthcare workers. I just appreciate them the more because, I mean, when we're at our worst, they're there to hold us up, to care for us when we can't, you know, when we can't care for ourselves. So, thank Tammy, I would say on behalf of humanity, I say thank you to you and all the nurses and healthcare workers out there. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you, Tope. And, yeah. and you know, by God's grace, I was able to do what, what I did by his grace. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. So fast forward now, um, many years. I know that that experience that you had at the NIH meant a lot to you. And so I would like for you to kind of share what inspired you to write there, to actually decide that you want to write their stories and publish, publish it. So, you know, there's this creative side to me that was always kind of longing to come out, even in these years of, of, nursing. And um, I kind of, I went through another sort of midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and in that time, um, a very dear person came alongside me, mm -hmm. supported me, mm -hmm. encouraged me, mm -hmm. prayed for me. Mm -hmm. And she's sitting on the other side of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I want people to know. <laughs> just took me under her wing <laughs> and while, and this was while I was in, in Bible study fellowship, teaching the children, which also helped save me in that time. Mm -hmm. um, Tope, you were, you were kind of venturing out and, and studying to become a, a life coach. Mm -hmm. And so you asked me one day, Hey, would you like for me to coach you? I need to get some hours in to get my certificate. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Twist my arm. <laughs> of course, I would love to be coached. So, you know, we started this, this um, coaching together. 
And I didn't really have any idea what was going to come out of it. But I, I remember telling you about the stories of my patients and maybe I should consider writing these stories because they just always stuck with me. They were always, I, I think I wrote something. It was, they were like a movie in my mind that the Lord would never let me let go of. And I never even wrote a, a journal. Someone that read my book asked me, did you keep a journal? And I was like, no, it's like the God, it's like the Lord just kept these memories fresh in my mind all this time. Mm-hmm. So I, as we were, as you were coaching me and maybe kind of decided, well, maybe this is the way I should go in stirring up these creative juices inside of me. And, you know, I, I bought a notebook and got a pen and sat down and wrote one story. Mm-hmm. And that's where it started. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. I remember those those times um, and just, you know, asking, probing questions, asking um, um, questions to kind of help you go deeper and just kind of surface those things that were under but didn't really come up. And, and in that process, that creative side came back up. And it was like, yeah, have you been a blessing as a nurse over the years? Like, have I been a blessing? Oh, at NIH, I worked with all of these patients. And then you shared one story, and then you shared another story, and I another story. I think that just that session, you probably shared two or three stories. And I thought, wow, how could you use this then to be a blessing? And, and here we are today. Again, the Lord ordering our steps. <laughs> Always, that's a pray prop. That's one of his promises. I will direct you in the way in which you should go, yes. or you will hear a voice behind you telling you which way to go. Yes, yes. So uh, I'm so thankful that the Lord guided that process and that you took it forward. Uh, you took it up and took it forward, and now you have this book. Um, of of all the stories that you have in this book, um. And the, the book again is called Divine Encounters on a Cancer Flow, Real Life Stories from an Oncology Nurse. And so of all the stories that you share in this book, which one's your favorite? And maybe you don't necessarily have to give all of it away, but just kind of tell us which is your favorite and why. Oh my goodness. So it's hard to say a favorite because uh-huh. each person was so precious to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I just, I grew to love my patients. They were an extent, they became an extended family. Mm -hmm. And, but I will tell one, and I think it's, it's a really good one because it just shows how God changes us in the process. Mm -hmm. We may think we're doing something for somebody else, but it's always a two-way street. Mm -hmm. So one of the, one of my patients was Sadly, this very disgruntled elderly man, all alone, and he truly was all alone. He was estranged from his family. Um, he had a deadly, uh, a deadly disease and a bad prognosis, and he just wasn't pleasant to be around. Um, he was difficult, a difficult patient. And at that, during that time, we were assigned. Um, we practice primary care nursing. So we would be assigned 
certain patients. So every time we were working, we would have those patients. So there was continuity of care. Well, nobody wanted this gentleman. And, you know, God just picked me to take care of him. (laughs) And I remember thinking, you know, none of us are perfect. And nurses, we have our, (laughs) we have our days too, when personalities just kind of clash. But I just remember thinking, oh my goodness. Lord, I don't want to take care of him either. You got to help me with this one. This assignment, I I need help. And, you know, as I prayed for him and took care of him, the Lord just softened my heart and I really grew to love him. Um, and even though he passed away, something really God really moved in his heart and touched him and allowed me to experience Mm -hmm. how he was moving in his heart. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, it was a, it it was a divine encounter. I don't know what else to say, (laughs) a divine encounter. And I was, I was extremely blessed in the end by taking care of this gentleman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Again, I mean, thank thank you for sharing that story. Wow, um, that is special. Um, not only do you have to care for someone physically, but then because of just other things that's going on in their life at the time, they're a little difficult. And so that adds another layer of complexity to what's already a challenging situation. <laughs> Boy, does it ever. I mean, I remember one day he was so, he just looked at me and I, and he said he was kind of angry and he goes, and I wrote this in the book, Tammy, why do you have to be so nice to me? (laughs) And I just said, I don't know. I think God wants me to be. (laughs) That's the only thing I could come up with because I didn't feel like it. (laughs) But the Lord helped me. He helped me. And and again, I think that's the key. That's what you're sharing is that when we encounter difficult situations, difficult people, we can look at the outward, the exterior and react to that. But with God's help, he allowed you to look beyond that, look beyond this man's exterior and his his personality and his, his difficult difficult way of relating with people and being to just see him through God's eyes. And because of that, you were able to touch him because you were touching him. And that's why he could say, why are you being so nice to me? Because I I bet you probably was doing everything to frustrate, to annoy you, to get under your skin, but you didn't respond in kind and you were always kind to him. And that I think touched a soft space in his heart. And I can only imagine and speculate that the Lord probably used that to reach this man. Oh yeah, he absolutely did. But, you know, again, the Lord had to work on me first. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And I'm, I'm so, I'm so grateful that he did. Yeah. And I, and I, I allowed him to in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a nice story. Well, uh, there are many more stories that are like that. So get a copy of this book. If you want to find out more, get a copy. On, it's on Amazon. Just get a copy. Um, so Tammy, 
Anything else you would like to, any other stories you'd like to share with our listeners before we round up? Oh my goodness. I don't know about stories, but I, I just would like to encourage people that whatever inkling, whatever desires you have, burning desires that just seem to not ever go away, anything that's inside of you that you want to do that would bring glory to the Lord, don't let it die. Stir stir it up. Stir that desire up. Surround yourself with people that will help you. And you don't need many. You know, get a prayer partner, someone that will faithfully pray with you. Um, I had a prayer partner that every week she was praying, Lord, help Tammy finish this writing. <laughs> don't let her stop. And bring, bring a publisher and, you know, for sure the negative voices will come. The discouraging moments will happen, but don't give up. Jesus is not going to give up on you and don't give up on him. Um, and you just never know what the Lord is going to do. Like, like I said, I never really had a dream to write a book, but as we delight in the Lord, he gives us the desires of our heart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a wonderful journey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. So um, Tammy just said it all, um, that whatever whatever uh, dreams or desires the Lord's placed on your heart, don't let it die. Don't look around at circumstances or let other people um, tell you it can be done. Find people uh, who are prayer warriors to support you, to come alongside of you and encourage you on that journey. And whatever, um, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you're a, a mom, a homemaker, whatever profession you're in, God can use your experiences to encourage others. And I love what Tammy shared today. Even though she was caring for these patients, it wasn't a one-way street. It was she was also being blessed by them. So it was it was a mutual giving. And so as we tap into uh, the things that God has called us to, uh, He will lead. He will guide us. But we just have to trust and step out in faith. Step out in faith. Connect with the right people, and just know that when you cry to the Lord. He will come alongside of you and order your steps. Even when you're not aware, he will do it. Amen to that. <laughs> Without a doubt, he hears our cries and answers our prayers yes. with joy, with yes. joy. Wow. Well, Tammy, thank you again for sharing your story with us. It's been a pleasure. So how can our listeners connect with you? I'm on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, Instagram, not much, but I hope to be on there more okay. and messenger and my, um, my hotmail account. Okay. So people can connect. You can connect with Tammy on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, she also remember she has this book that's available, Divine Encounters on a Cancer Floor, Real Life Stories from an Oncology Nurse. If you're a nurse, I would strongly encourage you to pick up a copy, maybe two copies and share one with a friend and just be encouraged that 
everything you're doing is not wasted. You are making real impact. You are touching lives. And so again, um, thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you for coming on the show today and uh, sharing your story. Tope, it has been a great privilege. Thank you for asking me. You're welcome. So friends, thank you for being here on Treasures and Truth with Tope. I hope our conversation inspires you to tap into your own treasures. We'll have show notes for you at hiddentreasuresandriches.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe, share, leave a rating and a review to help spread the word. Uh, Your reviews are a gift. And so I say thank you. Um, Thanks again for being a part of this community. I really appreciate you. And uh, lastly, remember, no matter what life throws at you, God has answers. Uh, So until next time, God bless you. Take care.